0: Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are
1: on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Quantum Processor, because this is an audio ad, unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. What's happening, everybody? Greg Ehrenberg here from Stochastic, and we're about to break down another MMA DFS slate. So as you guys come in... Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and shout out to DraftKings Rainmakers, who is sponsoring the show today. I'm going to build out a Rainmakers line with some of the cards that I've collected over the course of the week at the end of the show, but working up to a lot of stuff. And most importantly, of everything I do here, nothing is going to be more important than this. Let me share the screen here, make it bigger. Our friend Josh Engelman, who also does a lot of content on the channel. And one of the OGs, I think he actually might have even made the channel himself, had a massive MMA DFS win last week. Nobody better than Josh because he came in first place in the big $25 contest over on DraftKings. Josh shipped 80K, split with a couple of other people. So massive win for him. And in honor of Josh's big win, our MMA tools are available for free this weekend. There's going to be a link below for you guys to set up a totally free MMA subscription. It's going to get you all the tools do we have over at stochastic.com for this weekend. Our fighter projections, our fighter ownership projections, we've got a lot of other really useful tools as well. The percentage chance of each fighter scoring over 100 fantasy points, the percentage chance of one of the fighters being one of the top six scoring fighters for the entire slate. We've got tools for DraftKings, we've got tools for FanDuel, all free for this weekend because our guy Josh Engelman shipped a big contest and he won so much money, he's like, hey, let's let's spread the love around. Let's get everybody else some access to these tools so if you guys want to take advantage of it, it is totally free. I think you guys should check it out because why not? It's free access to all the data and tools we have over at Stochastic.com. Hopefully, will help one of you guys have a big win just like Josh had last weekend. And uh, for myself, it was also a pretty good slate. I felt good because I made a couple thousand dollars, but nothing compared to our guy, Josh Engelman, who absolutely crushed the game. So congrats again to Josh last weekend and uh, also going forward. He's on vacation now. In Las Vegas, he decides to win a bunch of money and immediately he's going to go to Vegas and throw it all a bunch away. But either way, very cool. Go check out the totally free subscription that you could sign up for for this weekend to get all of our MMA content. And I'm about to break down some of my favorite plays for the slate as well. All right, enough of Josh. We've given him his praise. We all get free stuff because of him. But now we're going to close this. Going to pull up the UFC stats for this weekend so I could start breaking down some of these fights. And uh, this is an interesting card, a lot different than some of the recent cards we've had, where so many of the recent events, we've seen minus 500, minus 600 favorites. And you get to this point where it is so difficult to figure out which underdogs we want to pick to win outright, because most of them don't have a great chance of winning. I mean, two pay-per-views ago, we only had one upset on the entire card when Alexa Grasso beat Valentina Shevchenko. That is not going to be the case this weekend, because if you look at the betting odds that we have for this late, it is a lot of lines that are fairly close to pick We've got the biggest favorite on the card at the time that I am recording is currently a minus two. So we got Macy Barber's minus 275. Tucker Lutz is up to minus 300. And then we've got CJ Vergara, who is up to minus 250. Those are your big favorites, at least at the time that I'm recording this right now. And we're going to walk through my favorite payoff option on the slate. I'm going to give you some fights to target. I have an underdog that I like to target in DFS as well. And I'll talk about, did I say the main event? We're going to talk about Sandhagen and Vera as well. Some bets, and we'll walk through Rainmaker stuff as well. But let's start with the main event. So I did place a bet on this earlier in the week. It's going to kind of also give a tell to which way I'm leaning in this. So I got some pretty good closing line value. I bet Corey Sandhagen at minus 145 when the line first opened at DraftKings. He's now minus 175. And if you guys are familiar with how I break down fights, it is hard for me to not favor Corey Sanhagen just looking at the numbers here. And I know that he's now been met up to a bigger favorite. I still think it's playable though, because unless he gets finished by Marlon Vera, I think he's pretty consistently the minute winner in this fight. Corey Sanhagen here on the right, Marlon Vera on the left and pretty decent height advantage for Corey Sanhagen, three inches, no real difference in the reach. But The output for Corey Sanhagen is so much higher than Cheeto Vera. Sanhagen lands 6.15 significant strikes per minute. It's about 50% more than what Vera lands at 4.28. But despite that, Sanhagen actually absorbs less damage. 4.21 significant strikes absorbed per minute to 5.01. His striking defense quite a bit higher here than Cheeto Vera. He just throws a lot more output. And another thing too that always makes it hard for me to really be confident in Cheeto Vera, he punts rounds particularly the first round. Vera almost never does anything in the first round. If you, there was a way to just bet who is going to win the first round of fights, and if you could bet against Cheeto Vera, you'd be cashing those tickets all day. He is not a first-round winner. It takes him a little bit of time to get going. And when you're fighting somebody with the kind of output and who's as good of a minute winner as Corey Sandhagen is, and by the way, it's also really tough. The only time we've seen Corey Sandhagen put away was he got choked unconscious by the current champion, Aljamain Sterling. Beyond that, we've seen... Corey Sanhagen in some brutally tough spots. He got knocked down by Peter Yan, wasn't finished in that fight. He had the fight against, what was the one where he was in the really nasty, oh, it was the fight against uh, Uriel Contra. He got in a nasty armbar, and his his arm looked like it was going to snap in half, didn't end up tapping in that spot, comes back, ends up winning that fight by TKO. It is really difficult to put away Corey Sanhagen, And most of Vera's wins, he's pretty dependent on knockdowns and getting finishes because he doesn't win a lot of rounds because of how often he's getting outstruck. He's great at putting people away, being opportunistic, and once you get to the fourth and fifth rounds, Vera's difficult to stop. He's like the juggernaut. He gets momentum going as the fight goes along, but I'm just concerned he's going to give away too many of the early rounds, and then Corey Sandhagen is just going to be able to take advantage of his output and probably get up two, three rounds by the time Marlon Vera gets going. So I do favor Sanhagen to win the fight. And he's a very good DraftKings score just because of the kind of output we get from Corey Sanhagen. Even if it's only strikes? Look at some of the significant strike totals in Corey Sanhagen fights. Even at a loss to Piotr Jan, 169 significant strikes landed and a takedown. The fight against Song Yedong, which was a fourth-round finish, Still in a fight that didn't end up going the distance, ninety-four significant strikes to take down that fight. His loss against TJ Dillashaw, which I thought he won, he lands one hundred twenty-eight significant strikes. Quick KOs against Corey Sandhagen and Marlon uh, and uh, and uh, uh, Marlon Moraes. In general, whenever Sandhagen fights, even in losses, he's scored fairly well. So I do think he puts up a big DraftKings score. I'm not going to get to zero percent of Vera. I'm not taking him out of my player pool, but I'm going to be much heavier on the Sandhagen side for this particular fight card. I think that Sanhagen, especially on a slate where we don't have very many heavy favorites to feel great about. I think Sanhagen, that $8,600 price range really makes for a high upside play that I love getting to this weekend. So that's my breakdown of the main event going to be leaning towards the Corey Sanhagen side. Now, if we start to get into my favorite underdog play of the slate, Albert Durayev against Chidi and Chikwani, and pretty classic grappler versus striker matchup and if you look at the numbers for Durayev he's landing over two takedowns per 15 minutes and we haven't really seen it exploited at the UFC but Chidi before he got to the UFC was losing fights in Bellator regional scene just promotions outside of the UFC he was fairly consistently gassing early and if he didn't put people away in the first rounds, especially against wrestlers and grapplers he would just get taken down at will and people would just be able to control him from the top position. And something that happens in those scenarios, if you're a really dangerous striker like Cheedy, it doesn't matter if you're on your back. It really eliminates a lot of your options and your potential ways to win the fight, which for Cheedy is usually kind of relying on a finish. So he could get the early finish against Durayev. He's going to have massive striking advantages. That's what the betting lines favor to happen. They're expecting Cheedy to go out here and finish Durayev fairly early in the fight. But if Durayev is able to survive the first round, not only do I think he should be able to win the fight, I would favor him if he gets out of the first round. I would think it was a pretty big scores for FanDuel and DraftKings because of his wrestling and grappling ability. Like we showed here, 2.11 takedowns per 15 minutes. His takedown accuracy is pretty low, which is kind of a double-edged sword because on one hand, it means that Durayev, obviously, is not landing a super high percentage of his takedowns. But what it also means is that he's willing to shoot for a takedown, fail, shoot for another takedown. He's not somebody who misses out on one takedown and just gives up. He knows that's his path to victory. He stays on it. So if he does end up having a wrestling advantage over Chidi in this fight, he's going to be relentless with the wrestling and could really help him put up a big DFS score. So relative to his price, I think he's one of the highest upside fighters that we have for a cheap price point. And I kind of think of it similarly to if you guys watched last week and I was on Justin Gaethje for DFS Perspective. It wasn't that I loved Jason, uh, uh, Justin Gaethje's odds to win. Like I didn't go out there and say, oh, Gaethje's a lock to win the fight or anything. More so, my standpoint was, I think he should score fairly win in a, in a fight because the output is going to be there. And that's our feel about Durayev. If he wins because of the wrestling and grappling being his path to victory, he's going to put up a good DK score, good FanDuel score in a victory. So I, I like getting to Durayev here. I think that he is a pretty good low-cost option that we could play risky because if he loses, he probably gets knocked out. But uh, I do like his odds to win and score fairly well if he does end up coming through for us. One of my favorite fights to target on the entire card for uh, for tournament purposes, whoever wins in this fight that I have on the screen right now between Victor Altamirano and Vinicius Salvador, I expect to score extremely well. So let me look at the current betting odds. It's the first fight of the night and one that I think we're probably going to need in our lineups. It is currently up to minus 190 to not go to the judge's scorecard, so minus 190 to finish inside the distance. I actually think you can make a case that that is not wide enough based on what we've seen from some of these guys. So look at Altamirano's last fight against Daniel Lacerda, who, by the way, is also on this card. So Altamirano got hurt early in the fight, but then was able to survive Lacerda gasses and he finishes him. So it's not as much because of the Altamirano side that I think this fight is likely to score really well but more because of the Vinicius Salvador side. Because Salvador, who in his fight on the Contender Series, three knockdowns and a finish over Shannon Ross, Salvador typically has one, maybe two rounds of cardio. If he doesn't get guys out there early, he gasps himself and he ends up getting finished. Almost all of his fights have finished inside the distance. So with that in mind, I think this is going to play out super, super similarly to Victor Altamirano's last fight against Daniel Acerta, where what happened in that fight? Alta was the lesser striker in that fight. I think he's the lesser striker in this fighter as well. In, in this fight as well.
0: Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club.
1: Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by plus and conditions See website for details.
1: But he gets hurt, he gets dropped very early in the fight. He was able to weather the storm. And then Lacerda had nothing left in his gas tank, and Altamirano is gonna be able to finish him. That's what I think happens in this fight. Either we see Salvador come out and finish Altamirano in the first or some point in the early second round, if that doesn't happen, I think Altamirano takes over the fight and finishes in either the late second round or third round. And no matter who ends up winning, I think the output is going to be really high. As we saw from Altamirano's last fight, he ends up landing 58 significant strikes and a knockdown in the first round. I think this is going to be a really fun fight, very live-to-win fight of the night. I have a slight lean towards Altamirano, just because I think that he has a little bit more paths to victory. That and Salvador basically has to get this done really early or else he loses. So Altamirano, I think, is a little bit more likely to win. But with that said, whoever does win this fight, I think should score extremely well. This is a fight that we should have in the majority of our lineups for DraftKings purposes. Now, if we look at some of the payup options for this late, we don't have the minus 500, the minus 600 favorites like we've had in some of the other recent spots. But one fighter I do feel pretty good about here is Tucker Lutz against Daniel Pineda. So Daniel Pineda is solid. Uh, Another guy who doesn't have the best cardio in the world. He's also coming off of a PED suspension, which absolutely worries me. Uh, I didn't think he looked quite the same physically on the scale. Maybe this is bias on my part because we saw him with the layoff. We know what he's coming back from. and Maybe I'm looking a little bit too hard for him to look different. But, you know, this is a guy who also has gassed in the later stages of some of his fights. The fight against uh, against Cub Swanson, for instance, he looked fairly decent at the start of the fight, but then he just totally gets run over in the second round and also just looks like he have nothing left in the tank past round one. And Tucker Lutz is a decent but not great prospect. So Tucker Lutz is not somebody who I think is gonna be challenging for a UFC title or anything like that, but he's really well-rounded. He could win fights in multiple avenues. He's a positive striking differential. Fairly decent output. 4.1 significant strikes landed per minute compared to 3.02 absorb. The takedown, fairly aggressive. Two takedowns per 15 minutes. 66% takedown accuracy. 70% takedown defense. This is a really well-rounded fighter who also has really good cardio. So I think he might just flat out be better than Daniel Pineda. I mean, not that's that shocking to say when he's as big of a favorite as he is, but I think that he's a better fighter than Daniel Pineda and Pineda really only live for like a round or so. And then beyond that, I would really expect Tucker Lutz to take over and Tucker Lutz. Also, like I said, with all the output that he puts up somebody who should be a pretty good DraftKings score going forward in his first win, they got in the UFC against Kevin Aguilar. He put up 93 fantasy points and, You know That was a fight that went to the judges' scorecards. Kevin Aguilar, also really tough. I think that Pineda is certainly live to get finished in the later stages of this fight. There are not too many fighters on the high end that we feel really confident in. Tucker Lutz, I think, is fairly safe to pick up a win. So he's somebody who I like targeting on the high end for this weekend. So that's going to cover some of the main targets for me over on DraftKings. If you have more questions for me, guys, hit me up in Discord. It's one of the perks of our Stochastic Plus Platinum membership. Uh, And we're going to break down some more stuff here as well. I want to go over my favorite... Bet of the day, or favorite bet of the slate. And then I'm also going to hit on some of the Rainmakers. I'm going to build out a lineup for you guys towards the end. Next thing I wanted to hit on. I shouldn't have closed out of this screen. Bet that I have for this card. Andrea Lee against Macy Barber. I said at the top that I bet earlier in the week, Corey that The the line that I bet him at, though, doesn't exist anymore. However, I bet Andrea Lee, and I don't really understand why this line is as wide as it is. Andrea Lee can be had for up to plus 225. And Macy Barber was considered a really, really good prospect at one point in time. And I still think she's decent, but I don't think the line should be as wise as... I think she's more likely to win than lose. I just don't favor her to go out and smash Andrea Lee and have massive advantages like the betting line shows. And, you know, Macy Barber, if we compare some of the numbers here, there's certainly more output on the Andrea Lee side. Macy Barber also is, you know, somebody who's considered a really well-rounded fighter and somebody who's a finisher and really aggressive... But still, the takedowns, if you look at Andrea Lee, she lands 0.5 more takedowns per 15 minutes. The striking output also, 5.43 significant strikes per minute for Andrea Lee to 4.42 for Macy Barber. And Barber's generally fought fairly low-level competition. Now, she has stepped up. She fought against Alexa Grosso and didn't look great in that fight. She won the third round. She looked good in that round. But the early round, she looked terrible, especially the first round of that fight. She did basically nothing. Let me look at the stats for that first round. Per round, first, yeah, this first round against Alexa Grosso, Macy Barber lands 10 significant strikes. Grosso lands 13. I should add to that, though, nothing Macy Barber threw actually landed. She was throwing jabs from, like, five feet away and grunting and making noises, and I guess some of those were counted as significant strikes. But either way, uh, not a fighter in Macy Barber that I think is worth the hype. She's decent. I just don't think she's worth all the hype that's on her. And a lot of the metrics point towards this being fairly competitive. Andrea Lee's on the older side, Macy Barber's younger, so I would expect Barber to make more improvements between fights, which is why I think it's reasonable that she's favored. Just not as big as the line is, when I do think Andrea Lee's going to have the output advantage. I think that she is also going to have some of the experience advantage. It's just really a matter of how much improved is Macy Barber from last fight to this fight, and to me, it's not enough for her to be a nearly minus 300 favorite. So the line is wide enough to where if I'm taking a side of this fight, it's dog or pass, and I certainly lean towards Andrea Lee. I did bet her on the money line just because of how line, how, how wide that line is. So Andrea Lee, just better. Too, too big of a line. It's, it's a fight where there's too much variance involved, and it's too close for Barbara, once again, to be as big of a favorite as she is. So let's go and look at DraftKings Rainmakers. They're sponsoring our show. If you guys haven't signed up at DraftKings, haven't played Rainmakers yet, they do have an offer right now for their PGA product. Totally free starter pack. There's a link below. You click on that. You claim a pack of a handful of golfers, and you can build lineups just with your starter set. But also, we've got the UFC product. I love the DraftKings MMA product. I've been playing it every week. Build out an elite lineup because I have some of the, uh, the old location check. But wouldn't that have been a disaster if I tried to do this and it wouldn't let me because it said I was in the wrong location? All right, so I'm going to sort this so it shows my cards at the top. So here's some of the cards that I'm holding onto right now. And for this contest, it's the elite. I have to play two elite cards and three rares. So the two elite cards I'm holding right now are a Venetia Salvador and a Tucker Lutz. So like I said before, I love the Salvador-Alta fight. I think no matter who ends up winning, is going to score really well. But I feel much safer with Tucker Lutz. I, I think Tucker Lutz, like I said before, is one of the safest fighters on the card. So I'm actually going to put him into my 1.5x captain spot now you'll see some of the rare cards that I have in here as well. I need to play two elites. I'm only holding two elites right now. So Salvador is going to go into my lineup. And as far as Salvador goes, I think he's a great target for DFS. I think he's a great target for the Rainmakers contest as well. It's a great fight to target, as I've said multiple times. Whoever wins that fight should score well. So I'm going to be playing both sides of it. And then some of the other fighters that I have in here is you guys see Corey Sandhagen broke down the main event. So I'm going to play him in this lineup. Uh, C.J. Vergara, also one of the biggest favorites on the entire card, so I think that he's worth playing. And now Nate Landwehr. Nate Landwehr fights are always insane. This guy's absolutely out of his mind. He's fighting Austin Lingo. Lingo's taking this fight on short notice, and I think the output in this fight is going to be absolutely insane. Nate Landwehr lands 6.37 significant strikes per minute. He absorbs 5.56. He's also fairly active in the takedowns. He lands 1.3 takedowns per 15 minutes. He defends takedowns pretty well at 86%. God's an absolute moron. He fights like a wild man and he's an idiot. You can barely understand him when he's giving interviews and stuff afterwards, but god damn it, is he fun? And he puts up really fun DFS fights that score really well. He's a big favorite. He is coming off of a fight where he was a massive underdog against David Onama. I don't remember the exact odds, but Nate Landware was something like a mine or sorry, David Onama was something like a minus 350, minus 400 favorite against Nate Landware. Landware got absolutely dominated in the first round of the fight. And then he took such a bad beating for Onama. Onama just gassed himself out and wasn't able to put away Nate Landwehr. Landwehr ends up scoring massively on DraftKings as an underdog in that spot. Lands 133 strikes, three takedowns, a reversal, five minutes of control time. In wins, Nate Landwehr scores really well. He's somebody that I'm going to be playing in Rainmakers this week. So this is the elite lineup that I've built right here. Tucker Lutz and Victor uh, uh, Salvador as my elite plays. And then I have San Hagen. Nate Landwehr, and Vergara as my rares in this. So if you guys have any questions about Rainmakers at all, hit me up in Discord, hit me up on Twitter. I'm always available to answer those kinds of questions. And as for this slate also, any other bets that you like? Just ask me a question. Let me know below in the comments section. We also have our Chalkboard channel, which is totally free to use. I've been posting bets in there alongside Boffy. We've been posting a lot of bets as well as giving you guys any sort of other betting advice, questions, and also just sweating bets. It's been a lot of fun. And last weekend we crushed for UFC. I had a handful of prop bets. One of them I had on this video. It was what was the one I had in here? Oh, Gunnar Nelson. Plus one ten or something like that to win by submission. We hit on that. We had Jake Hadley by KO and he finished he finished Gordon in something like a minute. I think it was one minute and one second. Because it made a massive difference in the DFS League, whether he got the early finish or not. So we had on a couple of plus money props in the chalkboard channel last week. If you guys want to check that out, it's totally free. No risk to yourselves. It's free to check that out, free to get into our channel. So you might as well, as long as, as well as our DFS projections. In honor of Josh winning last weekend, totally free. Sign up using the link below. Get all of our player, our player projections, ownership projections. Totally free for MMA this weekend. So that does it for me. Thank you guys very much for watching. If you didn't do it yet, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and have a great weekend.